yo, yo, welcome to the show. This is Chris to Chris, the only podcast that promises to fix your life and then probably does not fix your life. We're going to give it a shot, though. I am your host, Chris, joined in the studio today by my producer, well, my former producer slash audio engineer, but still current best friend in the whole wide world. Mike is in the building. Say hi, Michael. Hey. Now, you guys might know me from YouTube. Chris versus the World is my comedy channel. Laser Lemming is my gaming channel. Uploaded.com brings them all together like one great, big, happy family. Don't forget that you could subscribe to this show, Chris to Chris. We are on iTunes. We are on Google Podcasts. We are on Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Podcast Republic, etc., etc., etc. Wherever podcasts are sold for free, we are probably there. New episodes every single Friday. So join us, why don't you? Tell a friend, why don't you? It's a good time. Speaking of good times, we've got a great show for y'all. Today we are talking about interview tips, vegan weddings, virtual reality, deep fakes, abominable snowmen, and a whole lot more. But first, we have a notable occasion, Mike. This is our 21st episode, which means that Chris to Chris is finally old enough to drink. Wow. 21 episodes. I remember the first drink I ever had. I was four years old and I was looking for water. My mom was, well, I don't know where she was. I think she was at the store or something and I couldn't find my dad. I know he was there, but he wasn't there. You know what I mean? It was nighttime. It's off doing dad things. However, in my quest for water, I found my dad's glass of water sitting on the table, just perched there, still, just waiting for a Tyrannosaurus Rex to stomp on by and make it ripple. But it wasn't. It was just chilling there. And I was thirsty. And I couldn't reach the the water. Or I couldn't reach the sink, you know what I mean? This was the 80s. I couldn't, I, or I guess it was the 90s. I, I, I was four in 19... 1991, wow. Maybe I was three, I don't know. This is one of those weird memories that actually stick with you at a very young age. A lot of people are are shocked that you can remember some things. You know, it's like a slideshow. I remember bits and pieces, and this is something that stuck with me. So I couldn't reach the sink, you know. If I wanted water, somebody had to to give me water. So I found some water on the table, and I'm I'm very thirsty. I'm a kid, I'm I'm a young little boy. Which means I, I, I burn a lot of energy. You know, you play hard when you're a little kid, little boy. You, you, you have your karate. Well, it's, it's mostly karate type things. You're into violence and running around and jumping and that sort of thing. So I was thirsty, right? Looking for water. And I find this glass of water on the table. I took a big swig of the worst tasting water I had ever drank in my entire four-year-old life. Disgusting. It was a clear liquid. Therefore, it was water. That was the logic of my four-year-old self, and to this day, honestly, I still think it's pretty sound logic. I felt so betrayed by my eyes and my tongue, but I was four, so I chalked it up to assuming that my dad had Terrible breath. Terrible breath, a terrible tongue, whatever, you know? Maybe I wasn't wrong, I I don't know. I don't want to trash my dad on this, I'm just saying 
That's the logic you kind of come to. And that was the first time I tried vodka. So, let's celebrate the 21st episode of Chris to Chris with a nice vodka tonic. Mike, stop babysitting that drink. I expect to see you singing on that table by the time this episode is over. Anyway, we got to move on to a little thing I like to call the tip of the week. So, uh, Mike, last week you were fired from this show during an original song performance. And I think we're the first podcast to do that, right? I, I know that other song podcasts have had original songs, but I think we are the first podcast to ever fire somebody that worked for the podcast during that song. So congrats to us. I think uh, we should be a footnote, at the very least, in some kind of record book. So, Mike, last week I, I fired you because you had been a prick for about the last uh, 20 weeks or so, right? You, you have your moments of kindness, I think. But overall, you're a prick. I think we could have both agree to that. Okay. And I th also think that 20 weeks is a long enough chance to let somebody start to fly right, and you just didn't, you just didn't get there, right? And I, I also know that you've been looking for another internship since I fired you. Actually, uh, well before you fired me. But you haven't had any luck. Because it's mid-semester, and your personality sucks, and nobody wants to be around you for more than a few minutes at a time. But here at Chris to Chris, we have a heart. We stand up for the people we fire. At least you, buddy. So I'm going to give you a chance. I'm going to give you a chance that I haven't given anybody else on this show. I'm going to give you the chance to get your job back. I'm going to interview you. Just as promised last week, we are going to do an interview together. On air. The rules are simple. If you win the interview, you get the job back. If I win the interview? Let's get started. First of all, I just want to point out that you are not dressed appropriately for an interview at all. No tie, you're wearing a hat, and your tattoos are stupid. Aren't you supposed to be doing the tip of the week? Michael, is it? Michael, how did you hear about Chris to Chris? <laughs> well, I was eating lunch at the student union. When you came up to me, didn't bother to introduce yourself at all. You started snacking on my fries. I told you to knock that shit off. Then you started telling me that you were starting a podcast and that you were going to get 8 billion people to listen. And, you know, there was actually a lot of red flags in our first conversation together. Mike, if you were to be hired, what would you bring to the show that we couldn't get from a more talented, more attractive intern? Uh, nothing. Nothing. If you find someone else that's willing to put up with your shit, you should definitely go with them. I'm just waiting for something better to come along, point blank. Okay, Mike, where do you see yourself in five years? Anywhere but here. All right, I'm going to give you a pretend situation, and I'd like you to tell me how you'd handle it. So, 
A coworker tells you a dirty joke that makes you feel a little uncomfortable. What do you do? Well, you tell me dirty jokes pretty much every single day, even when I'm not working. You text them to me. I've asked you to stop on multiple occasions, and you call me a pussy every time. So, I guess I just wait for you to stop talking and go home. Okay, Mike. So last week we put up a poll on our Facebook page and asked our listeners if you should be fired for good or maybe rehired. Sixty-six percent of our listeners wanted your ass out on the street. Only thirty-three percent of our listeners wanted to keep you around. If I kept you on the show, how would you prove the rest of our listeners wrong? At this point, I really don't give a shit either way, dude. I'm not sure the college credit is worth it. Mike, you drive a hard bargain, but I think we're gonna give you another shot. Welcome to the team, buddy. We'll get you a name tag soon. In the meantime, we gotta move on to a little thing I like to call video game corner. And in this corner, VR. A 21-year-old man is currently in the middle of spending an entire week living in a virtual world. According to his、uh, Twitter handle, this guy's name is Jack Wilmo. I'm assuming it's Wilmo. There's a T at the end. Maybe it's Wilmot. But we're gonna say Jack Wilmo. I think this guy's got a death wish. So on his website. OneWeekInVR.com. He says that he believes virtual reality and augmented reality headsets will replace smartphones by 2038. Very specific kind of year. I'm assuming he started formulating this plan last year in 2018. So he said, "Ah,、oh, 20 years from now, dude. In 20 years, we're not even going to be using these phones anymore. We're going to just be wearing headsets." Or he probably thinks there'll be like glasses or something. He's probably—I I feel like he really enjoyed the movie Ready Player One. By the way, I saw that movie in、uh, 4DX. So the seats move like you're in a、uh, an amusement park movie, like、uh, at Universal Studios, for example, maybe Disneyland, that sort of thing. And bar none, great way to watch that movie. I don't think I would have enjoyed it nearly as much if the seats didn't move. But I, I think that this is where this guy's head's at. I think he's just like, oh yeah, everything's gonna be like Ready Player One, and you know he might be right. Who knows? Anyway, he thinks smartphones gone by 2038. It's gonna be all VR and augmented reality. Augmented reality, if you're not aware, it's it's not virtual reality exactly. It's you're you're wearing some sort of headset, but there's a camera that allows you to still see the real world, but you're adding. 3D visuals on top of it, or or just visual information. So it's definitely something that's going to be come more prevalent in the workplace and in our everyday lives. It's it's already on smartphones. You know, Pokemon Go is augmented reality. You have Pokemon living in the real world with you, that sort of thing. Anyway, I digress. <sighs> This guy、uh, Jack, he's he's live streaming his adventures in VR on Twitch. And when I first stumbled upon his site, it was about 9 p.m. in California time. That's Pacific Standard. And according to his Twitch stream, it was about midnight where he lives. So I'm assuming he lives maybe on uh, on uh, 
an island or, or the moon, somewhere where it's three hours ahead of California. And he was sleeping, okay? He, he was just knocked out. And we'll, we'll circle back to that. But he, he, he gives a lot of details on, well, not a lot, but he gives a fair amount of details about this experiment. So he's, he's wearing a headset almost the entire day. There are brief moments. He allows himself 30-second intervals to switch headsets. So if you've ever, uh, if you know anything about VR, like advanced VR on, on, your, on your PC, your computer, it requires a, a nice computer, but it also requires a cable, at least currently in 2019, uh, for, for some good VR. A cable connected from the headset to the PC, which means he's got he's to figure it out. You can't just live in one room forever if you want to have a, a decent life. And his experiment is about trying to, I, I'm kind of speaking for him, but I assume his experiment is kind of trying to see the effects of VR within everyday life. So I think he thinks we're just going to be living in a VR world by 2038, right? So he's got headsets planted all throughout his home, in the bathroom, like the shower too. There's a picture of him wearing a headset and there's this big plastic cube around him in the shower. He's wearing, he's literally in VR all the freaking time. So he gives himself 30 seconds to run from room to room to room. Okay, so you get the idea. So I don't think there's anybody on the planet right now that wants a power outage in their own home more than this guy. I checked just recently and it said he's been in VR for about 37 hours or so right now. Granted with a few 30 second breaks in between. And man, can you imagine if you've been in VR for... <laughs> Even like 10 hours, 6 hours, those 30-second breaks are probably the sweetest 30 seconds of your life. You'd just be relishing and uh, trying to capture every moment. I wouldn't blink for those 30 seconds that headset was off of my eyes. Because we're just not there yet. But this guy, he believes. He's a believer. Anyway... Like I said, when I first ran into this site, it was about midnight where he lives. And I don't go to sleep at midnight. I go to sleep usually at least an hour and a half later or so. I have bad sleeping habits, kind of. But this guy, you know, he's smarter than me, even though he's spending a week in VR. And he was in, he was in bed by uh, midnight. I don't know what time he's going to bed. I checked again today, about nine-ish, maybe a little earlier, my time, and he was in bed again. Every time I check in on this guy, he's sleeping, but he's sleeping with the headset on his face. He's, he's living true to it. I don't know what he's looking at. Like if he, you know, like I'm sure, I'm sure you've gone to bed right, and not had a complete night's sleep. There, you have to be a human being. Animals do this. People do this. If you, if you sleep, there are moments often where you'll wake up for brief periods of time, right? You'll open your eyes for a second or two and fall back asleep. Some of us 
We'll open our eyes for a little bit and they'll stay open for hours. And we'll just contemplate all of the, the terrible decisions in our life. All of the things we should be worrying about. I had a terrible dream last night. I couldn't remember why or where, but I dreamed, dreamt I was going to prison for a long time. But that's neither here nor there. I won't bore you with my dream. I'm just saying this guy is sleeping. And I want to say, this guy is the most boring sleeper I've ever seen. Granted, I don't have a history of seeing a lot of people go to sleep. Or watch a lot of people sleep. You know, you, throughout your life, I, I've, I've been around the block for a while. And I've seen my fair share of people sleeping. But I've never seen anybody sleep like this guy. He's sleeping on his back. Sometimes propped up a little bit. And maybe it's because he's got a headset on his face and he doesn't want to smash his face in the middle of the night. But I checked in on this guy, you know, periodically. Hour to hour. He'd just be sitting completely still or, or, or laying completely still on his back. Doing nothing. When I sleep, I'm constantly flailing and punching and kicking and talking. My wife tells me I talk a lot in my sleep. And, you know, a few, few weeks or several weeks back on this show, I talked about how I had a sleepwalking episode for the first time in several years. So I am an active sleeper. I don't like to waste time when I sleep. Not this guy. This guy knocks out. He stays knocked out. Even when he has two lights burning through his eyelids while he sleeps. I'm also jealous that this guy apparently has zero responsibilities in his life. Think about it. He gets to spend an entire week doing almost nothing. Clearly, he isn't worried about work. In 2019, I don't know what 20-year-old gets a week off from work. It's bad out there, right? Job-wise for young people. When I was 21, I had to spend my days off on the corner just to make ends meet. And I had to walk 15 miles to get there. He also apparently has enough money to have or own several VR headsets. It seems like he has one for every single room in his house. He says he's doing it as some sort of experiment. I assume this experiment is to see how long it takes to fry your still-developing brain. I own a Oculus Rift, or I guess I should say I own an Oculus Rift because I speak proper English like a gentleman. And I like my, my, my VR headset. But I'm not willing to, to do this experiment. I don't think technologically we're there yet. So I'm going to let this 20-year-old uh, kid wreck his brain and do the damage for me. So thanks, bro. You guys can check out his experiment until it's over in a week or before he cracks at uh, oneweekinvr.com. That's one with a one. Anyway, let's get back to the 21 episode celebration. You know, it's bullshit. This podcast was old enough to go to war and die for this country before it was old enough to even have its first beer. So, what are you talking about? It was just a kid, man. I'm saying that it's not right 
that our show was eligible to be drafted for war before I could drink a Budweiser at the Super Bowl. The show has been on for 21 weeks, though. 21 weeks, not years. Also, it's a podcast, not a person. You get that, right? Mitt Romney told me that corporations are people, Mike. If a corporation can be a person, why can't a podcast? Now, I'm not going to argue semantics with you. I just know that it's wrong to send a podcast to war before you let it go to a cocktail party. (sighs) You know, I was serious when I said that I don't need this job back. I'll figure something out. Shut up, Mike. We got to move on to a little thing I like to call the news. A 20-year-old woman has uninvited all meat eaters from her vegan wedding. The young woman posted to the Vegan Revolution Facebook page. She said, When family tries to guilt trip you into letting them come to your fully vegan wedding, even though they are omnivores. And then she put two crying, laughing faces. She said, Just for some context, Some family members were told they are not invited to my wedding because we don't want to host murderers at our wedding, which is supposed to be one of the happiest days of our lives. This young woman claimed that her family and friends were anti-vegan and they would attack her vegan friends for their lifestyle. Now, eventually, one of her family members or friends uh, jumped in on this this, uh, thread and called her out and said, We don't know what the hell you're talking about. We don't attack any of your your stupid friends. We don't care. You know? You're just family. We just want to see your wedding. Like a family does. She also said that she couldn't stomach the idea that these people would go back to eating meat the very next day. She uninvited her own mother because she was an omnivore. And you know, you're really connecting with the human race when you start labeling people as omnivores instead of something like uh, people. The good news here is that this woman is 20 years old, which means she knows exactly what she's doing. And I'm sure her Facebook friends will be very impressed. You never, you never look back at your 20s, especially your earliest 20s, and feel regret for, for, for being a moron. In other news, Ohio State Highway Patrol officers have pulled over two men driving a Ford F-150, not because they were driving an American-made truck. They pulled them over because they were speeding and making unsafe lane changes on the Ohio Turnpike in good old Wood County. In the vehicle, they found a loaded handgun. That's not illegal depending on where you're driving, and four pounds of cocaine disguised as Lunchables. Mike, guess where these two people were from? Guess. Just guess. Just guess. Just guess. Florida. Florida. You got to give these guys credit for the effort, at least, because they know how to recycle. 
you know that they didn't buy the Lunchables and just toss the food. No, these guys ate that food. I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. And then one of them probably said, now hold on a second. These Lunchable boxes might just kill two birds with one stone. We've got a lot of cocaine here and nothing to hide it in. And I think, personally, we should be applauding drug dealers that aren't wasteful with cardboard. About a year ago, this is true, I was, I was in a hurry and I didn't have time to make lunch before I went to work. So I made my way to the old 7-Eleven next door. And you know you're in a good neighborhood when you have a 7-Eleven right next door. I can literally walk there in less than two minutes. So at the 7-Eleven, I grabbed myself a Red Bull, a Slim Jim, and a Lunchable. I had nothing to keep that Lunchable cold, though. And at the time, I was eating lunch at about 2.30 in the afternoon. Picked it up in the morning. So by the time I ate it, it was warm, nice and warm. And I had won a prize. I remember when I was a kid, Lunchables had prizes. And it turns out they still do today. And my prize was some major food poisoning. I felt pretty terrible. Throughout that entire day at work. Throughout that entire night at home. And I think that was actually the last time I've eaten a Lunchable. Believe it or not. So that's my story on Lunchables. Um... If you, if you get one, I, I do suggest you uh, keep it cold. Or, you know, ideally, choose something else. You're an adult. You don't need it. There's something else. You just sometimes you have that craving, and that's been me. There was a, when I worked at the bookstore in college, I would I'll admit I got Lunchables often for work. And it wasn't because I really liked eating crackers and, and bloated water ham. No, it was because it was a cheap, <laughs> cheap calories to, to just fill your your stomach with anyway we gotta move on mike have i ever told you that you're my best friend in the whole wide world you literally say it at the beginning of every single episode mike you are my best male friend you're my best boyfriend. <laughs> no, 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 no. You, 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 you yeah. know what I'm saying. I'm saying that I, I would die for you, Mike, because I know that you would do the same thing for me. Absolutely not. So let's all raise a glass to Mike. The Best damn intern anyone could rehire. I put that Mike diss track on my Laser Lemming YouTube channel, by the way. You should definitely check that out. And of course, it's on our Facebook page, which you should like. It's on our Twitter, which you should follow. Our Instagram, maybe. I don't know. Is it on the Instagram? You should still follow us on the Instagram. Anyway. We got to move on to a little thing I like to call listener questions. So we got some good questions this week. Just want to preface this with the fact that we have some good questions. So Ken first asks, what is so abominable 
about the abominable snowman? Great question. It's not something we often hear on this show. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a few reasons why the abominable snowman is aptly named. First of all, he or she, who knows, wears white after Labor Day. He's also never around when you need him. You know, you want to go find the abominable snowman. You want to get him live on tape. He's not there. He's not there. Lose the camera. He's there. It's weird that weird how that works. Also, he tends to kill your friends. It's uh it's not very not very Christian of him, I gotta say. Ken also asks, did video kill the radio star? Answer to that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Video did kill the radio star. She used poison. And I bet you didn't know that video was a woman. Statistically, women are more likely to murder with poison. So that is how the radio star died. You might have noticed if you turn on an FM radio station, all you hear is static or commercials or some jerk-off DJ with a contest or something. Speaking of that, I think we're going to do a contest on this show soon. So look out for that. But yes, uh, video did kill the radio star. I believe she used poison and uh, probably a shovel. Not to uh, bury because... That would be too kind. I think she just kind of mutilated the radio star with a shovel. So on that note, uh, Senna asks a, a great question. She said, what are your thoughts on deep fake videos? And if you guys don't know what a deep fake video is, it's a, a fairly recent phenomenon. But this is where people have learned to use technology to add faces of one person onto the body of another person. Pretty interesting stuff. You, you might have seen it in, uh, in movies, for example, such as uh, Star Wars, or what is it called? Uh, Rogue One, a Star Wars story. They use uh, Princess Leia. Oh, I'm sorry, spoilers. <laughs> Princess Leia is in, in Rogue One. <laughs> maybe we should rewind that, Mike, or maybe it's, maybe it's funnier if we don't. And uh, General Shishkebab, what's his name, from the original Star Wars movies, he's also digitally added without his actual permission by the way without his actual consent his family gave the okay but it's kind of weird to think right it's kind of weird that relatives that you might not have had a close connection with decades after your death can say yeah 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 um you can you can use that guy's face you can use my uncle's face in your movie and make him say things he never said it's kind of a blurry moment, but also, you know, on the, on the flip side of that coin, you could be that dead guy or that dead gal and think, well, wow, I can really live on. I could really live beyond my actual life. I can be immortal in the minds of the people. What a, what a wonderful world. On the third side of that coin, I bet you didn't know this coin had a third side, but, uh, these things are also used for uh, adult movies. It's, uh, it seems like they're actually mostly used that way. 
So the idea, I mean, I kind of briefly explained what they are or and I, I didn't really say how they work and I don't have a full grasp on it, but pretty much what you do is you take lots of pictures of different facial expressions and angles of a person and you're a- able to use uh, software to map that face based on that expression onto another person's body. And so it seems like a great way to force celebrities into making sex tapes for you. Not ideal, though, if you are a celebrity that doesn't want to be in a sex tape with some complete freaking stranger. I think the best use of deep fakes, honestly, is to cover up a murder, right? So say, say, say you murdered somebody, right? It happens. It happens. I, I haven't done it. I haven't done it myself, but it happens. People, people murder people. But if you're, if you're relatively quick on the ball, you know, you're like, well, hey, I just murdered that guy and this uh, 7-Eleven camera just caught me. Luckily, I, I work for 7-Eleven and I also am pretty handy with the uh, video editing software. So I'm just going to make a deep fake here and say that um, uh, Dustin Diamond from, his screech from Saved by the Bell, he was the actual murderer. Boom, there you go. Dustin Diamond's going to prison, not you. So I I do think that uh, deepfakes have their place, right? They could be used to cover up a murder or maybe for some sort of of, uh, movie or TV show. It's kind of cool for that. However... If you're a, if say you're a stuntman, right? That that I think they're being used a lot over stuntmen now, or stunt women. But that was kind of your thing. Like you could say, "Hey, look at that. That's me. I spent my whole life trying to hide my face a little bit with hair or mask." But there's that shot, that that two frames where you can see my actual face. That's my time to shine. But no more. Now you have some editor putting the celebrity's face over yours. All you are is a body piece of meat wow deep questions guys thanks for thanks for asking by the way you guys can always ask questions on our facebook page at up and loaded our twitter page at up and loaded our instagram page at up and loaded and of course up and u-p-n-l-o-a-d-e-d.com where you can also listen to this show and download it straight to your desktop while you're doing other things okay that's the beauty of a podcast you can you can be playing a video game and listening to a podcast like this at the same time. Technology is wonderful. So as I mentioned earlier, last week's poll was, should we fire Mike? Most people said yes, but we we, we gave Mike another chance thanks to a stellar interview. This week's poll asks, would you rather eat a warm Lunchable or vegan steak? Answer it on our Facebook page, this week. Thanks for watching. This has been episode 21 of Chris to Chris. I hope you enjoy your weekend. Or else. <laughs>